to the Movie Dummies podcast, the show where they like poopies, but not as much as Ronnie likes poopies. Yeah, but I don't to like be fair, Nobody likes poopies as much as Ronnie. <laughs> on with the show. <laughs> Thanks, Autopilot. Yes, we are the movie boobies, and we do love movies, dummies. What? what? I don't remember. <laughs> as always, I'm Joe. We should Joe. call ourselves the two boobs. <laughs> Is that Adam's intro? So, and that's Adam. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Shannon. I'm Angela. I'm Matt. Yeah, hey, gang's all here, guys. Talk about a very good movie from 2008 called Role Models. Yay. Um, Yay. It's exciting to do good movies. Yay. It is. Because I got to tell you, <laughs> bad movies aren't very fun. And I watched I a mean, bunch of them this week. Sometimes they can be, but most well, of the yeah. time they're not. I have a theory that they're funner if you have more people around. That way you can make fun of it together. Correct. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, in a uh, uh, mystery science theater 3000 type of way? You bet you. Oh, yeah. Why haven't we thought of that? We have. It's just impossible to we do have. with a delay. Uh, it's really hard. Oh. oh if they all want to fly down to Houston, we'll do it. No, I'm just saying we could all watch the movie at the same time and make fun of it. If I hit the lotto, you can all come she still doesn't to my understand the I don't know. I'm kind of halfway in between everybody, so everybody should come here. Mm, no. I have the recording equipment. I win. <laughs> Touche. So, so uh, yeah, before we get into role models and off onto tangent land, as we always do, let's talk about some recommendations. Matthew, what do you got, buddy? Ooh. Well, you know, since I've been absent for so long, you'd think I'd have some stuff, but most <laughs> of it was, you know, not good. So, um, you really loved Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves. No. What? Okay, never mind. <laughs> Joe is making it's a video a game. It's fairly. I have not, It's about pirates. Not, Matt loves that sort of thing. Jeez. I do, but I heard it was disappointing, so I didn't oh, play it. Okay. Um, Crystal I... bangs you. Even. Never mind. What? <laughs> what is happening? I didn't hear what you said. That's not fair. Um, <laughs> I love you, Matt. I love your. He said, "Crystal boobs. still bangs you." I love your boobies. Love you. Yeah, yeah. Um, boobies. <laughs> I would like to recommend a video game that I probably recommended the last time I was on, but I have played more of it. It's called Rebel Galaxy. Yes. Ooh. Um. Yeah, I think I, the last time I said I didn't get that far, and I was right. And I've gotten <laughs> far now, and it is so fun. Um, one thing I didn't mention last time is that it's like the easiest video game I've ever seen to customize the soundtrack. Oh. And the soundtrack it comes with is already pretty badass, so it's like a win-win situation. Interesting. Nice. Uh, but yeah, I got like a bigger ship this time, and I'm just it's fun cool awesome well what yeah. else you got buddy uh well i took your recommendation and angela's recommendation to heart and i watched i think six or seven episodes of cobra kai uh-huh. oh. and you guys didn't tell me how funny it was because there's some humorous parts in it it is it is really funny oh, yeah, it's yeah, a lot of for fun. sure uh, I was I was just so excited about how good it was that oh yeah I left out the funny but yeah it's funny. There's definitely uh, some nostalgia. There's some conflict of interest. There's some conflicting emotions. There's there's a lot to be had with this TV show. Um, to me, it's almost a slap in the face to the original how good it is. Like because 
because none of those original movies are good at all. I mean, no, not they're really. fun, right? You know, but I mean, they're if you look at it on paper and like how well is it made? It's not they're not made very well. And Cobra Kai is legit, freaking awesome, right? Right. I don't know. Man. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, yeah. That that's uh, that's that's pretty much it. They uh, they bring up a lot of what was wrong with the fi- the first film. Right. Uh, like he's like, oh yeah, you you know you that was an illegal move, and he's like, well you know let's let bygones be bygones, and he's like, well you you know, right? You I, I did an illegal move and got a point taken off, and you got the trophy or whatever, and like yeah, yep, yeah. yep, <laughs> yeah, you know, and it's it, it, there's character arcs going on. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, I've learned to really dislike uh, what's his face, Maggio. Ralph Macchio, yeah. Yeah, I don't like him. <laughs> well, have you gotten into the part where he starts training Johnny's kid? I just started that part, yeah. So that's, this is when it start, you start to realize that the his roots are strong, right? Uh-huh. And, and Johnny's are He's weak. like a bonsai tree. Correct. Right, yeah. And those roots you know, can poison, and that's what happens to Johnny's people compared to Daniel's. And it's... I don't know. I don't want to spoil it for you. Just keep watching. It gets good. Oh, oh yeah. Can't wait. Yeah. yeah, it it comes back around on Daniel though. Like I I I was right there with you, uh, five six episodes, and I was like, what a wanker. Yeah, because like, you know, nobody's perfect. Kid? It's like right. his wife put it best. She's like, you know, you yeah, you got back at him, but did you think about the other, you know, the convenience store owner and all that? No, you're a prick. Right. Right. So it yes. is what it is. But it comes back around. Well, their feud is childish. It oh, is. And it's, it's from ridiculous. childhood, and, and it brings out that childishness. In you know. both of them. You've seen that happen. That all of like us you get, you get together with childhood friends, and all of a sudden you you become 20 years younger. You revert. You know. There's a whole episode of How I Met Your Mother about it. Yep. <laughs> I think I want to watch The Karate Kid again before I even start the series, though. You don't need to. You don't need to. Yeah, you, Everything no good about The Karate Kid, you remember. Oh, yeah. Right. Trust me. It's been a long <laughs> they, time. The you you that forget they, it's 40 minutes too long. Right. The uh, the things that are pertinent to the TV show, they remind you of. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, exactly it's, it's okay. Saying. You don't need to okay. watch it. Yeah. yeah. Plus, you remember yeah, you remember all the important stuff. You remember wax on, wax off, karate kicking. and karate kicking. Johnny was a dick. Just karate kicking. That's the part yeah, yeah. I need to remember. Thanks, Joe. Ever- you know, a lot, of, a lot of the Cobra Kai talks about Allie, right? And about, you know, what happened to Allie. And she's like immediately gone from the movie series as well because by the time karate kid 2 starts yep. she already took off with some other dude yep. yeah I, only, I think i only saw like one of the other than the other films karate kid uh, yeah and I, so i didn't know like who's in the other ones but uh, they were talking about how creed or whatever it was creel who's uh, the crease Crease, yeah, Crease, yeah. You're talking about how Crease and one of the other fighters like got Cobra Kai banned for good. Yeah, and- in Karate Kid three, there was this whole storyline where like John Crease decides he's going to get his revenge on Daniel Son and Miyagi. Yes, Daniel and Miyagi are like trying to open this bonsai tree store. It, it's so weird. Yes, but they it's such a waste. John Crease gets some guy named Silver Terry Silver to kind of steal Daniel away from Miyagi. And train him in a vi- more violent and angry way. 
right yeah, more of a cobra kai style and then maybe i'll have to watch that one you don't it's not very good you don't have to <laughs> watch right. it read yeah. the synopsis on there, wikipedia but uh yeah, there are. is a there is a moment where like daniel sounds like hanging off the side of a cliff so that's fun yeah, i should watch it for that part then <laughs> but, uh, they yeah they they were talking about that uh not to spoil too much but they were talking about that in like a the local karate uh, league or whatever and they're like yeah yeah you know this this happened this happened and you know this guy and uh crease got you know cobra kai banned and the who's it johnny's like i don't even know who that is you know and crease is dead right. so or is he is dun, Karate Kid 7. Return. <laughs> yeah, never mind. All right. We got anything else? No, that's it. Okay, cool. Angela, what do yeah. you got? Um, so this week I binged watched season one of Legion. Mm. Yes. So <laughs> I was trying to follow your I, text. I now remember I said that you can watch the whole thing and still not understand it. I don't understand it. Exactly. And I don't like not understanding things. So I really, I don't feel like I'm enjoying myself. Hmm. But and this is why I don't want to watch it. But, but the show is so well done. Mm-hmm. That That's it is, fine. And it is so compelling that I couldn't stop watching it. Exactly. Like if I had been physically able to stop watching it, I probably would have only watched a couple episodes because I was like, I don't get it. I don't know if so, I like it. I don't understand what's happening. It's very... I, but you can grasp it. It's just you can't yeah. fully understand it. And I think it's p- impossible to fully understand because of the nature of David. Right. He's completely so, unreliable as a narrator. But I also think it's the type of show... Like Lost, for example. Mm-hmm. I did not watch Lost until it completely was finished. That's not true. Because I wanted to watch Lost. it from the start to the end. That's not true. It's way better than Lost. Lost, there's no like overlying, or uh, Legion, there's no overlying mystery as to like, oh, why are they on the island? It's just it's just confusing in its nature is all. But like, are they going to tell know, us? At first, well, like at first, you know, it's like, oh, here's David. He's schizophrenic cool he's got crazy stuff and then it's like oh no 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 wait he's a mutant but he's also schizophrenic awesome yeah right but he's also schizophrenic oh no 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 No, wait he's got a parasite no no he's still also schizophrenic you know what you know what's funny this is but this is what's going through my head while i'm watching it right yeah like yikes does he have a parasite is there really these things or did he create them I think um I think Well uh, supposedly we the the parasite is really, really old. Okay. Yeah, the the uh it's latched, a, like But you're talking about a mutant so powerful he can create and uncreate reality. Yeah. Adam, have you seen this? Yeah, Adam saw season one. Oh. Yeah. Joe and I started when we started the podcast, this came on um a regular basis and we talked about this. And one of the things I like about this is and and Joe and I were I was worried, and I think Joe kind of attested to it. I was really afraid that they were going to ruin what they were making, like because it's so bonkers off the wall. <laughs> it only it only works if they keep that continuity, right? Yeah. Um, this show doesn't work if you get a ton of answers and everything's explained to you because the fact he is schizophrenic because 
the movie is so off the walls, and the characters in these movies are just phenomenal. And one of the characters, one of my second favorite characters, is uh, the chick's husband that's like trapped. Oh, Oliver! Yeah, yeah. Oliver's yeah, awesome. he's shiny. Right. So, <laughs> he's fun. Yeah, he's super fun. But Joe and I talked about this. What does it look like when you have somebody? And we we kind of um, married it against Logan too. Um, what happens when a powerful mutant has mental um, instability? So yeah. um, it's it's really cool to look at from that perspective because we always see a superhero movie and they always got their crap together or they're a bad guy and that's it, right? They're good guys or bad guys and that's it. You never really get to see what happens when one of these mutants have an identity crisis, they have some kind of disorder, and what the repercussions and what the real life, uh, I don't want to say consequences, but... Um, um, ramifications are of that so it only works if it is crazy bonkers off the wall the second they try to explain it i think they ruin it and i was yeah. really afraid that this movie people are going to be like what we don't get it it's not cool and like they've done for a lot of movies and shows is they abandon the main thought and they try to cater to the audience and they ruin the show by doing that let's just um, hope i don't mutate um yeah, I, I agree with adam that and it's it's a testament to the show itself that like the cinematography and all that is just oh so gosh. amazing. Adam, oh, just, Adam just talked about it for like two or three minutes and he kept calling it movie. Right. It, well, <laughs> it's, it's more of a movie than anything on Hallmark. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Sorry, I, I mean, but no, it's, it's super cinematic and season two, they start doing this thing with John Hamm doing these voiceovers. Oh, he, I love John Hamm where he talks about, philosophical tenets and psychological theory and all these yeah. different things that are tangentially related. They're obviously part of what the writers are drawing from to tackle, you know, the different we'll, facets of David's we'll illness. Have, we'll have to do just an episode on season one of Legion. Yeah, maybe. Someday. Maybe. Because there's so much to talk about here. <laughs> I mean, it's... It, I'm with you. Because- whether you understand it or not, whether you um, even like superhero type of stuff you yeah, can't a, really deny I mean, the performances and the performance oh, yeah. of the makers of this show the, um yep. t to b it's super well made for sure I, I mean it's it's really well written it's really well acted it's really well shot i mean the cinematography is out of this freaking world they oh, do yeah. some things with a camera that i didn't even know was possible because i've never seen it before I, well I mean, they draw just... heavy from hitchcock and kubrick yeah so a lot of those a lot of that stuff you know and there, there's some inventive stuff where they're combining different things yeah but but i mean you're talking about two masters of you know genre film right and uh yeah they uh, the cine- cinematography is just I don't think we can talk about it enough but um, Joe kind of touched on it but I think that like even though it is a superhero based show like it they don't I mean, even it's a Marvel show but I right. don't even well, know it's in, if it's, it's in the a, X universe it's, we'll just say that right, right but they, they don't, I don't even know if it's if you can consider it superhero I mean at, it, at least as far as season one goes i'm right. talking about the people who don't like oh it's just another comic book movie right right oh it's definitely not they that. don't even really i mean the the superpowers and all that are very important to the storyline but they don't like use them overbearingly no i don't like, david's not even sure what his powers are yeah. a lot right. of times well i mean he can trap, he can kill people 
by trapping them in solid objects. Well, he's that's his powers are limitless. That's that's kind of the thing that's interesting about his character is there's no end to it. He can he could be anything he wants, and because he's schizophrenic and he can create different realities, like he can create a personality that can do anything. So I had a thought and I just would I would I'm interested in your opinion on this. So um David and Sid uh changed bodies in the fir- within the first couple episodes, you know, mm-hmm. and and in that when that happened, she accidentally killed everybody. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, but especially Lenny. Yes. And then the quote-unquote parasite, the you know the, the then become takes on the form of Lenny, and in, in his mind, yeah, in his mind, and says things. Well, in her mind as well, because yeah, I they think shared, what happened because they shared uh, his body, like she got, she gets to have intimate knowledge of this of this creature, which is why I don't think it's just a, it's a manifestation or it's, it's a real thing. It's got to yeah, be a real right. thing. Right. And that's why she's half scared. Like, yeah. what I think actually happened was, uh, when she died, the night King or rule Farak or whatever the hell his name is, uh, absorbed like her consciousness. You guys, you think this so? is so interesting when I have no idea what the hell <laughs> right. is going on. Sorry, well, <laughs> we're going to have to table this and we're going to, we're going to have to do an episode just on right. Legion. Come and see gonna have to because All there's right. so much there. Yeah, we we've already talked about it for 15 minutes now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I was like, what the hell is this show about? So, look, guys, look forward to a whole episode or maybe a series of episodes on season one and season two of Legion. Um, it's exciting to talk about. It's super interesting. So, it, it's very thought provoking. But on to the next thing, there, Angela. Oh, that was all I had. Okay. Oh. <laughs> okay. Adam. All right, so I got two recommendations. One's an old oldie but a goodie. Sherlock, well, I got to watch that. Experience that yeah. with one of the kids this weekend. Um, talking solid. about the Bender Fleck Slumber Slunch. We're talking about Sherlock um, um, with uh, Robert Downing Jr. Oh, so Sherlock Guy. Holmes. Oh, Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, Sherlock Holmes. Oh, I love that movie with yeah, it's really Jude fun. Law. Yeah, Mark Jude Strong. Law. Mm-hmm. And done by uh, Guy Ritchie, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so really good. Um, it was kind of neat to watch my oldest boy kind of take that in and kind of like wrap his mind around what was going on. It was yeah. pretty cool. Um, so that was neat. So I recommend that. That's a good one. And then I got to watch Annihilation this week. Oh, weekend. okay. What'd you think? Um, I thought it was... Uh, I think it was um, the Arrival um, diet version. Um, diet <laughs> version. Yeah. Because the Arrivals are like a proper mind job, right? It right. just kind of, you're like, what? Well, they use the language of film to trick it. you. Right. I get that. I'm just saying, Annihilation is the same kind of thing, sort of. But uh, I think, in, I think in, Annihilation in is more mind. straight up sci-fi. Right, but I th- that's why I say it's a diet version of it. I think it's a lot less out there, but uh, it was good. I liked it. Um, yeah, they're not trying was, to trick you. No, they're not, and it was just a really cool... Uh, and I'm not talking about trying to trick you. It's just trying to wrap your mind around the end part of that movie and just all right. everything, what it means. And so um, it was good. It was, it was a cool take, um, a little For bit sure. of a spoiler here. Um, 
it was a cool take on an alien um, entity. So yes. interesting. It was a, because we always see these as like a predator or an alien or you know these hostile things, but this wasn't hostile, no. and it was just really cool to see a different take on that. If that makes sense, so. That's what I came away with it for. If you haven't seen it, see it. You'll like it. Or you won't. My takeaway was it was amazing, but I'll probably never watch it again. Um, I would say I'm probably right there with you. I'll probably, I'm hoping like one of my kids just loves cinema like I do. Okay. And I get to one day enjoy that with them. Because this is something Rachel would never watch and she wouldn't care to watch. And she would never dive into the different facets of it from the cinematography all the way to the story plot and all that jazz. So I'm hoping one of them, and I get to watch it again with somebody else another day just to watch them watch it. So anyways, so we'll see maybe. Well, this is the but, second movie this filmmaker has made too, where it sets it up for, well, what the hell is going to happen now? And then the movie ends and there's going to be no sequel made. <laughs> Right. Well, and I think I think that's perfect for this movie. Some of them I would be a little disappointed or be like, "Oh, come on, man, really?" Um, but I think this one stands alone just fine. Yeah, uh, I agree with that. But like, yeah, setting something up for more, but ne- you know, he's never going to make another one. It is kind of lame to a certain extent. Yeah, I, I would. I mean, I could. I can agree with that too. But I'm okay that it yeah, doesn't. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so because my uh, imagination goes wild with the ending of this and with Ex Machina, it's like, well, what's going to happen next? You see, I haven't seen Ex Machina yet, and I really want to. I heard it's great, but dude, uh, it's got everything you're going to love in it. It's got Dom Hall Gleason. Mm -hmm. It's got uh, Oscar Isaac. It's got Alicia Vikander. It's written and directed by the same dude. Right. It's got a weird dance dance sequence in it. Yeah. I mean, what else can you want? Right. So I think. yeah. Um, yeah. See it if you haven't seen it. So that, those are my recommendations for this. Adam, movie. I have I have a question for you about your first recommendation. Did you see the second movie? I uh, second Sherlock Holmes. Yes, I did. Yes. Right. Um, game of Shadows. Game of Shadows. The game is afoot. Um. So yeah, I did. Have you seen it, Matt? Yeah. Did, did you, you like it as I, much as the first? I, I thought it was. Uh, I liked it more Sub-car. than the first. Oh. Wow. I thought it was as good, if not better. See, I think. It had the potential to be better. I would say it's on level or a little less for me. That's, but, I, would, um, I would agree with that. I personally I would, like the characters, Sherlock and Yeah, but at the Watson. same time, like um, between those first and second movies, uh, the BBC X just crushed. Hit yeah. this giant home run and released Sherlock. Not and true. Benedict Cumberflutch is... Uh, crushing you with know, hobbit man with with uh <laughs> yeah i mean the cast is amazing it's super well written and super, i agree i watched that show but too but it's i really liked... hard for a two-hour movie to compare with a six-hour movie it's right. what, are you, what are you gonna do you do not have the time to, to just to get right and so you do what guy Ritchie does and takes a totally different approach with making the film yeah right? his movies are have... what they are they're frenetic right. they're you know interesting they've got cool cinematography they're his movies you know love or hate it that king arthur movie was a guy Ritchie movie right so i just really like rdj and jude law yeah who doesn't that's what i was trying to say and you know we're all gonna get a third movie so 
Yay. Yeah, I saw that this week. I was like, oh my how gosh. Does he have, how does RDJ have time for anything? My goodness. Okay. I hear he doesn't sleep, and I know what that's like. So it might He doesn't work that kid. much. Tell you he's what, in well, like every yeah, Marvel movie. Think about how often he's in these Marvel movies. Well, you think about who's busy. Yeah, Look at Dwayne Johnson. You want to talk about somebody who's busy? Holy crap! Yeah, yeah. he's Dwayne in Johnson, everything. He do stuff. There's one there's movie quite after the next. He's got to have a steady like diet of Coke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a cola. I hear or he aim? just. I hear he just oh, okay. eats a lot. He, just he eats does a lot. ten thousand calories <laughs> a day. Yeah. yeah, weightlifters like, do that chicken like six times a day or something no he eats, uh, how does he even cod. have time to work out mm-hmm. is Atlantic what i'm saying cod. 10 pounds of like cod eight, eight hours a day the thing is, is so they, um insane like when they move on to the next set they just make him jog that way he... <laughs> well, the funny thing is like for the, he's shooting jungle cruise right now and they moved his whole iron paradise is what he calls his weight room they set it up in a tent in the jungle yeah <laughs> it's in a trailer it's awesome it's no this one's in a tent Right, but he keep, that's his things in a. It's in like a trailer, like a shipping container, isn't it? Oh, oh, like a big, uh, just a big shipment box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. So it's, yeah, it's pretty funny. They they did a video. I have to share this on Facebook. There's um, John Krasinski went and did a Memorial Day workout with him. Oh, he goes, hey. <laughs> he goes. I'm at my gym here, uh, about to do the Memorial Day workout uh, with my buddy Dave. Um, and then The Rock comes on and he goes, first off, it's my gym. Second off, my name's Dwight. <laughs> Dwight? <laughs> and he goes, He's so funny. He goes, all right, well, let's get to it. <laughs> Did it show him punishing him to death? No, it didn't show okay. that, but it was pretty awesome. Funny. You guys see it. Yeah, anyway, Krasinski's sorry, in pretty good go shape ahead. these days, too. So. Yes, he is. Jack Ryan coming this August. Ooh. Oh, I'm excited that's for exciting! That. I'll be coming that. too. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Wow. I'm Matt. <laughs> so, what do you got to recommend, Shannon? <laughs> oh my goodness! Let me hold back the excitement. Okay, hold. Oh, it back, I have lots I of recommendations. So, quick fire. Me and Joe finished Lethal Weapons season two. Oh, mm-hmm. um, it was hard for me to. Start watching the show again when we get to movie news with Matt. You'll kind of find out why, but I enjoyed how season two uh, worked out. And they have a couple different avenues they can take to write him off the show. So again, no spoilers, Joe. Yeah, I'm no just, spoilers. That's all I want to say. Shall be. It's super good. It's it, going to be hard because I really enjoy this rigs. I just I like the dynamic on the show. Yeah. Yes, I do too. I love all the characters in the show. It's great. Um, but to be fair, I think the change will make it even better. Yeah, of course. I'm John Williams. Uh, that. Uh, but we'll talk was... about that in movie news. Anyways, Shannon, what else you got? I also watched this week Kong Skull Island. Ooh, that's a good one. Oh. It is. Are you excited for Kong and Godzilla movie, whatever? What? Yeah. I didn't even know there was one. <laughs> yeah. Sweet. No, I watched it because I'm a big fan of Tom Hiddleston. Okay. Oh, Loki. And, yep. I just I like the dude who stares at boobs. What? <laughs> dude. Huh? So they call him low key Loki online, he's, and he's always he's checking out titties. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that may change. It, my it is pretty hilarious. Watching. You gotta, gotta just. I'm gonna check watch it out. that right now, actually. So. Okay. So now I'm. I'm okay. Anyway, he probably learned it from a Wheeler. 
he's really <laughs> he's really smooth about it though like you oh, have, he's, they, yeah <laughs> that's why they call him low-key loki because he's super low-key i just like to see tom in a different role because he it seems like he's always playing the same role you know how oh, actors you should get the night this? manager and see him playing someone different. I'll get that for you. It's on AMC. You should be able to watch it. It's okay. called The Night Manager. It's a limited series they did on AMC. You should watch it. Awesome. We should uh, watch it together, baby. Aww. Okay. You guys are the fucking worst. <laughs> yep. That's why they call me Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also watched this week with Joe. Mm-hmm. Uh, bodyguards Hitman with Hitman's Ryan. Bodyguard. Oh, I messed that up. Hitman's Bodyguard with, with Ryan and Reynolds. Nick Fury. Yep. And Nick Fury. Sam Jackson. I know. Why are you giving... When Ryan Reynolds in that movie starts doing his Sam Jackson impression and started saying mother after this and mother after that, I was, it was <laughs> legitimately great. cracking me up. He's sitting there and the things are blowing up and there's gunshots zooming past him. He's like... Of course, I gotta help him. It's great, good movie to watch. Have you guys seen it? No, yes. I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, there's great. a movie called The Hitman's Bodyguard. Came out last year. It was marketed unbelievably horribly. It's very, very good, oh, and I highly suggest it. Yep. No, watch I a preview. You will love it. Don't watch the preview. The preview know, is what know. was bad. Oh, I didn't know would, you say it was, would you say it's appropriate for a 12 year old? No. Okay. There's no sex in it. There's a lot of... I, it's rated R, so no. <laughs> I mean, well, that doesn't of, necessarily... It, as long as there's no, like... Um, it's just profanity. Hardcore, like, nudity or sex, then I don't... There was don't a torture. Care. Torture? Is it, like, super graphic torture? No. So, you call putting... Anyways. Uh, jumper cables on nipples you, torture? You, can do what you want to do, but I wouldn't show it to Lucy. Okay. Yeah, Chloe, without my knowledge, has watched the entirety of Shameless, so. Ooh. Oh. That's Cat's got tons of, of graphic nudity on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I know. This is bananas so, compared to that, man. So my, uh... C-A-N-A-N-A-S. <laughs> so my, my, uh, wheel of what, or, I, I don't even know what I allow her to watch is somewhat skewed now. <laughs> gotcha. I guess, yeah. I understand that. For sure. Uh, my last recommendation, not to go super fast, because you're rushing me, <laughs> is probably <laughs> my favorite of this list. Um, Mr. Oh, Wright. Oh. Mr. I... Wright, yes. Yes, with Sam Rockwell mm-hmm. and... Come on. Uh Anna Kendrick. There you go. Yes. So it's such a cute movie. And Tim movie. Roth. Yes, and Tim Roth is in it. It's a cu- cute movie. It's like a hitman that falls in love, but he dances. and It's Sam Rockwell, so he's dancing. It's great. Oh, he's Non-stop dancing. Love it, love it. Got to see it. And then I have a Hallmark recommendation, but I'm going to save that for the Hallmark Theater. Okay. So those are my recommendations for this week. Okay. So the first thing I want to recommend, it's my turn, <laughs> is uh, Ellen... DeGeneres, you all know who she is. She wears vests. <laughs> On her show, she has this new web series called Mom Splaining with Kristen Bell. Mm-hmm. Where Kristen Bell talks about, you know... Mom things? Yeah, but it's not in a way that's like... Uh, because she seems like this cute little elf 
who just kind of is, right? Who, Ellen? She's, Kristen she's Bell. not, though. Kristen Bell. She's, she's not, a legit though. She's real so person. Oh, it's not about that she's dirty. It's that she has real problems. Like, she suffers from depression, and, you know, she's very open about a lot of stuff. And, you know, she talks about these mom issues in, like, a real way, I think, to mm. a certain extent. She, you know, she did this one where she's talking about breastfeeding and about how gross it is that your <laughs> child has to latch onto like, two-thirds of your boob. And she's like, this is just messed up. I don't like this. So, yeah, I, I thought it was very cute and funny. It's on YouTube. You can find it on YouTube. Ooh, I'm totally into that. I want to see it. Yeah. The name made me laugh, too. Mom's explaining. I thought that was good. Um, so I watched two movies also this week that were very bad. The first one was called In Darkness with Natalie Dormer and Ed Screen. Screen? Screen? And it took me forever to figure out who Ed Screen was. It's like, I've seen him and stuff. But I don't know who he is, and it, it took me a while to realize that from just his voice, who it was. He plays Ajax in Deadpool. Or mm. Fran- Francis, sorry. Ajax. But anyways, In Darkness is not a good movie. Francis. Yeah. Oh, Francis. Yeah. You, okay, Francis. gotcha. I'm going to spell it out for you. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, all right. Uh, don't watch it. It's on demand and everything, and it wasn't worth it. Um, yeah, it's just not good. Uh, the other movie I watched okay. that wasn't very good, another Carl Urban movie. Um, I love Carl Urban. Like I said, I'd watch him make pancakes, but uh, I don't think I want to watch many more of his movies if they're going to be like this. There's a movie called Bent, and he's fine in it, you know, but he can only do so much with a bad script. Mm-hmm. But What's Her Face from Modern Family? What's Her Face? Uh, which one? The Hispanic woman with the... Oh, drugs. yeah, Evil. Sofia Vergara. Like Sofia Vergara's in it, and she cannot act her way out of a wet paper bag. I am no. sorry. No, if she's just her whole thing is just talking with that accent and flinging boobs around. Yeah, she it's, does neither it, really in this one, and it's oh, um, I don't know what else she could do. Nothing, I'll tell you. Oh, um, okay, the movie itself is by the book, like super predictable. Um, mm. Yeah, skip it. Uh, okay. I finally watched Red Sparrow under Shannon's recommendation. She thought I would like it because it's a '60s movie throwback, and it is. It's a uh, it's by modern standards it would probably be boring to be honest with you, mm-hmm. but if you like those old '60s spy thrillers with Robert Redford and and you know along those lines, I would recommend that you watch Red Sparrow. It's it's good, yeah, awesome. And it ends on a on a good. It's ambiguous, Club. but it's all it's also good <laughs> if you were paying attention. So, hmm. and the last thing I want to recommend, I it's in the middle of the road for me. Oh, by the way, yeah, watch Red Sparrow. I think it's very good. Uh, yeah, of course. Tomb Raider, the new one with Alicia Vikander. Oh, I totally forgot that movie. Now, this is a tough one because it is heads and tails better than the Angelina Jolie movies. Like, uh, the Angelina Jolie movies wouldn't oh. even be worthy to be Alicia Vikander's toilet paper. It's cheesy <laughs> in comparison. They're like, just so bad. But, so, I mean, this is a, well, it's much better made. It's... The acting is at a different level. The production value is at a different level. But it just still didn't turn out very good. Hmm. And what Shannon, do you think Shannon was the reason behind that? I did like it. I think that they had... I'm guessing, just I'm guessing that... I haven't even looked it up. But I would be willing to guess there's five writers on this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, That's always it dicey. It just seems like there's a lot of cooks in the kitchen. And the movie... With Angelina Jolie being the Tomb Raider, you never really 
assumed anything was yeah. bad so was going to happen to there's her. There's four writers on this movie. <laughs> I was right. And you always Yikes. knew she was going to come out doing something fantastic. But in this Tomb Raider, you were terrified for this Laura Croft person because she just kind of got lucky in a lot of situations. Yeah, and the director is a first-time, like, A-movie director. He's done a bunch of B-movies. He's foreign. Um, so this is his first shot at an A-movie. And it, I'd say the direction's fine. Yeah. But I don't think it's quite worthy of If you're going to do a so. Tomb Raider, right, if you're going to do Tomb Raider, it can't just be fine. You, you have to have somebody stellar. Well, what they tried to do is uh, they remade the video game series. They rebooted mm-hmm. it a few years back, yep. and they yep. they tried to greatly draw from that, and they figured that would probably be good enough because some of the things are like seem like directly ripped. Mm-hmm. But uh, it, I don't know. It's I actually just, like that video game. Yeah, it's just not up to snuff. Um, I doubt very much so that they're going to be able to redeem themselves with the sequel since it made like zero dollars. Mm. So I didn't even know this was happening. Yeah, they're already talking about recasting Laura Croft, and that's a bummer. I actually liked her. Yeah, she was good, but you know, whatever. They think that she was the problem. Nah, I actually, I wanted it to do better than it did because of the way they went, the direction they went with this movie. Because they didn't set it up to where it was all this fantastic, you know, moves and fight scenes, and the adventure was great. And the challenges along the way. I like that because sometimes you go way over the top and where are you going to go? You're constantly going over and over. Angelina Jolie is Pierce Brosnan's James Bond, then this Alicia Vikander is Daniel Craig's James Bond. They made Mm -hmm. it a lot more down to earth. Yes. And a lot of the Angelina Jolie stuff was like magic. Uh Uh-huh. And like mysticism and it was real. In this movie, it's not. It's real. It's there's there's scientific explanations myth for and, the, yeah. the myth and legend. So and it makes sense, and I enjoy that. I hate the magic. It was, yeah, it it was a nice twist on it, and it was it grounded it more. And I am t- I like Shannon. I'm kind of sad that it didn't do well enough for them to probably give it another shot because I think in the hands of a better director and maybe a singular writer mm-hmm. uh, or you know a team of writers, not four different people running a pass on the same story. Going, oh, I'll change this, I'll change this, and then like it ends up being a Frankenstein of a movie. Um, you know, a, a, a single script with a good director and with the same everybody involved, I think it would do fine. Gotcha. So okay, so those are all of our recommendations. We yeah. have, oh my gosh, we have a handful of stuff. But would you recommend people watch Tomb Raider? Yeah, I would. You think I, so? I think it's a good family movie. Like you could sit down with your kids and watch this. Yeah, you could, and they would enjoy it. Uh, yes. This one you could. Yeah, this one so for it, sure. Does it feature cone boobs? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. There's no cone boobs. In fact, she got no. a lot of crap from the get for not having boobs at all. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, people didn't That's like terrible. her non-boobed body. Yikes. Well, that's unfortunate. Yeah, when I was and researching, stupid. like, are there going to be a second one? That was a, a thing that popped up on the, the <sighs> news sites a lot. What? Yeah. Oh, society. Yeah. Why? 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 Does that matter? Well, I don't know. I mean, what were you expecting of the poor girl? She was small to begin with. I don't know about her chest size, but then she got down to, I'm guessing, in the teens for percentage of body fat. You know, so. I mean, you just can't have, unless you're going <laughs> to ha- get implants, you can't have boobs. I would I would skinny, say 90% you know? of her body fat was in whatever boobs she had left. <laughs> <laughs> 
Because she was pretty ripped, wouldn't you say, Shannon? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's disgusting. I, I'm I'm seriously upset about that. Actually. It is what it is. I like boobies. <laughs> <laughs> well, who doesn't? But I still. like my own boobies. But <laughs> you're a weirdo. Well, you've got to love your own. Oh, you have right. to. Well, yeah. that was recommendation, so y'all know what time it is. Movie news. Do, do, do. Oh. No. <laughs> Seriously? Yep. time for Shannon's Hallmark Theater. I am so proud of myself. I learned how to do a drop. So Ooh. I don't have to act out my theater. I'm just going to play a clip and see if you guys can figure out what the movie is about. Which is great. Okay. Yeah. Tell me when to go. Okay. Play it. Hello? Hi. Do you need some help? Uh, I do if you have a tire, Jack. Hi, Jack. Why? Did you get a flat? Yeah, that's why I need the tire jack. Well, shouldn't you have? What? You don't have one. Look at that. Yeah, my sister borrowed it. She got a flight a few weeks ago, and she was supposed to return it. But she didn't? Yeah, which I'm just now finding out about. Well, then this must be your lucky day. <laughs> I don't know about that, but... Go on. Let's see if we can find you a tire jack. Well, I rather thought they'd be instructions. Have you never changed a tire before? Uh, there's more. First time for everything. What's your name? Oh, sorry, Nate Kennan. At your service. Oh, so all these weeks I thought me and Shannon were butchering these Hallmark movies. I didn't know we were improving no. them. No. Oh my gosh. Music sounds like they're stuck in Middle Earth, man. <laughs> There's always something. Just dumped the ring already. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's worse what? than I ever imagined. <laughs> oh. I actually like this happened? one. I want to <sighs> know what was going on in this movie. Anyone? <laughs> you didn't kill yourself and it's a freaking miracle. <laughs> That's what the um, movie's about? Yeah, at this point, yeah. I want some pornos to start off like this. <laughs> No one's got any oh. take on what this movie okay. is about. Who cares? <laughs> oh my gosh! I, I, there's a ghost. There's a ghost. Okay. There's a ghost. <laughs> there's a ghost. <laughs> I'm just like I can't. I'm back in. A ghost can drive. I just kept getting hung up on tire jack. What other kind of jack is it? Who keeps calling? Why did they say tire jack? Uh, and where is this guy from? He has. A nefarious he, sounding accent. Okay. His accent. His accent shuts off when he's talking about. Okay, I got it. I got it. I got it. He is from Transylvania. Oh. He came to America. Is he a Dracula? He is not. <laughs> he came to America to write a story about Ooh. ghosts in America. Ooh. Okay. 
So he come. He's driving down the street <laughs> on the way to a, a supposed haunted house uh-huh. where he can do research <laughs> on American ghosts. Okay. And along the way, he he sees a lady in distress, and she uh-huh. needs a tire jack. A tire jack, not just a jack <laughs> car jack. Not not a, not an audio jack or anything. You know, a tire a jack. tire jack. He wants okay. to make sure it's very clear. And for some reason. He is very interested as to where her jack is because he's he really wants to make sure it's not at the haunted house. So would you mm. say that this woman is unnaturally pale and that automatically gives him a boner? <laughs> yes. Okay. For perfect. Sure. What is happening? Perfect. I like, I like this movie. This movie She's sounds an good. She's an albino. She's an albino. <laughs> she is. She what lacks what you can't humor. see is that this entire scene is taking up, taking place under a tent. That oh. she has erected roadside because she, you know, can't the be exposed sun will to the scorch sun. Your She's skin, albino, yeah. right? Oh my goodness! Oh wow! <laughs> this is very elaborate, elaborate for a Hallmark video movie. Video whatever. movie. Yep. You know what? <laughs> you know, you call really good movies but they film. Fall in love. You call Transformers movies movies. I think that it's proper to call a Hallmark movie a video. <laughs> <laughs> so. They fall in love, and she starts touring the country with him to visit haunted houses, and they take her tent everywhere she goes. Awesome, awesome. Okay. And then every 10 minutes, it gets intercut with MacGruber banging his ghost wife on her tombstone. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to shoot. Okay. Angela wow. was actually pretty wow. close, but it was wow. really about his... Uh... <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> it's actually about a slew of uh, murders uh, committed with a tire jack. Oh, okay. And, uh, what happens is the film starts out with the first murder, uh, but it turns out she didn't really die, and uh, she goes around touring with the murderer because she fell in love with him, mm. and and they murder together. A bit of a Stockholm romantic. scenario. Like Bonnie and Clyde. Gotcha. Okay. The guy, the guy's accent like shuts off because he has multi personality disorder. That makes sense. Ah. Adam, what do you think this movie's about, bud? Oh, so okay. So it's a Hallmark movie. So mm-hmm. right off the bat, I'm guessing it has something to do with either uh, royalty, um, <laughs> <laughs> masking themselves as a commoner. Um, somebody just getting over heartbreak um i'm guessing in this case since it's the british douche like accent gotcha some lord or duke or uh adam watches hallmark movies this is no i I think you can just put two and two together pretty quick with these anyways and so uh lo and behold uh he's running away from his crown or inheritance or something stupid and Runs into this chick who is. Is this a coming probably, to America scenario? You know, it's probably goody two shoes. You know, sow his town, wild oats. Small town girl never imagined falling in love with anybody or whatever. And let then, alone a prince. Know, he bangs her up. She has a royal baby. Doesn't even know about it. <laughs> wow, this this is fast. That went anti Hallmark real quick. Yes, uh, the uh, and then he's got to go. He's got to go home and then claim the throne, and he'd rather claim her flower. You okay. know? <laughs> her flower. Her there flower. Um, so if you keep so calling it your flower, no one's ever going to no take, take it. No one's going to take it. In synapses, 
some royalty dude trying to win some heart of a little town girl, and she's finds out he's lying, and they fight, and they get together at the end. Okay. Hmm. I think it's a mixture of all three. I think it's a royal <laughs> vampire ghost <laughs> who likes to change car tires. <laughs> Just for fun. And falls in love with a maiden because he's royal, and so he thinks it's a little taboo. Ooh. Well, Does he it- murder anyone with a tire? No, oh, there's no murder in these. Pussy. These are not murder mysteries. <laughs> no. We need to go back to flower. <laughs> oh, Anyways, no what's it really about, Shannon? Is there a rancher who finds out he's a king? No. Dang it. <laughs> this title is Once Upon a Prince. Oh, so Adam's the wiener here, huh? Yep, Adam, wow, was very, very close. It's about a prince who came to America to get away because he was going to be crowned king. So oh, he was geez. going. Yep, he was going away <laughs> for a few months. Runs into this, this girl um, and acts as a commoner. He goes to work in the shop with her and falls in love with her. Okay, are they in a small town or the big city? They're in like a town in Maine along small the town. coast. Small town. Yeah. This is. It's horrifying how predictable he's. I know, right? right. And so the, he ends up going back. Now. Yeah, yeah. I I can see this. See this. See this. See this. this. I mean, it's not for me, but people will like it. It's. It's not like you said Beavis, <laughs> but well, he ends up going back again to today. his country, and the mother doesn't want him marrying a commoner. Of course. And Naturally. she. She doesn't want to marry him either. She's like, I can't marry a prince. I have a life back home. That's right. Um, and there's some other chick trying to get in the mm. way. Get and... some royal dingling. Yeah, but they end up falling in love at the end. Of course they do. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. It has to have a happy ending. So does he, of course, does he uh, give up his throne or does she become a princess? She becomes a princess. Uh, so his accent girl. is more or less convincing than this. I'm on my farm here in Texas. <laughs> hey, Carter, you remember me? I'm the American president. Carter, you remember me? I'm the president of the United States. President of the United States. Bye. Bye. I think he was very convincing. In fact, I'm gonna this make- is the same actor as the last Hallmark movie I watched called Brimming with Love. Mm. Did he play a prince in that one, too? No, he played a coffee shop owner that set up people. He was the so coffee shop hitch. Yeah. He was a owner that time. Gotcha. I was like, oh, wait so a minute. That was Hallmark Theater. Yep. And even though Adam was the winner, I like all of our movies better. <laughs> exactly. I think I would have much preferred the Transylvanian ghost. <laughs> ghost hunter. Who's a ghost hunter? Oh, no, no. I wanted the mixture. Oh, okay. Gotcha. It really would have threw a wrench in things. Of course. It really would have. Especially since the lower half of his body is just a wisp. How are they going <laughs> to consummate that marriage? Well, you with Casper? A- with a machine, just like Casper. Pollen. Of course. <laughs> All right. So, real quick, we're going to bust into some news. Ooh. What do you got nice. for us, Matt? Well, today's top story, or is it a non-story? Is everybody's talking about how Star Wars uh, solo film did not do as well as people would have thought it would have done in the box office correct Aww. um yeah and, and i don't agree that it's it's getting a lot more attention than it should and people are naysaying it more than they should it doesn't seem like it's doing that bad 
Uh, uh, it's doing pretty bad. Well, it's doing bad based on the budget, but that's not anybody's fault but their own. Right. You, you know, like, diehard fans are half to blame for this, right? Yeah, well, everyone thinks that they're an expert on everything now. Right. And I, and I right. think, like, the the... I don't know, the empowerment of the internet is giving people a lot more of a voice than, you know, but I don't think, I don't think Kathleen Kennedy cares. I think that she believes Ron Howard made a good movie. Um, and they're going to continue making these movies. Yeah. Ron Howard, uh, tweeted that it didn't meet the projections, but it's a new personal best. I don't, I guess that's Hmm. true. Yeah. It's, Uh, it's made something like 300 million worldwide. Oh, I mean, cool. that's nothing to shake a fist at. Well, when right. it, it still hasn't even hit its budget. <laughs> Yikes. That's a big budget. Nobody knows what the budget is. That's a big budget. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was still the number one movie this weekend. Yeah, yeah. So. I mean... The second news story of the. Yeah, 264 meet? worldwide. Yep. Yeah. Hmm. So, you know, it is what it is. Go ahead, Matt. Next. The second news story of the week is uh, Jamie Foxx will be starring in the new yeah. Spawn movie. How cool is that news? Ooh. What? Uh, so I like good. Jamie Foxx. Do you guys, yeah. are, the girls here, are you aware of Spawn? No. I am aware of it. I've never actually seen I'm, it. I'm, I like Spawn. I'm aware of Spawn. I don't know if I like Jamie Foxx as that character. He'll do fine. Uh, I'm not as good as I could think about 20 other people that I'd do better. Well, you know, like a I think it's going to come down really, to yeah. the movie. Oh, I mean, we keep getting proved wrong over and over again about these casting choices. Oh, yeah. So I, I just want to know who's in charge of the movie. And from what I understand, Todd McFarlane is directly involved this time, right? Uh, I didn't hear Who'd anything I? about that, but he's I the creator of Spawn. I believe he's directing the movie oh, okay. this time. Who is Spawn? <clears throat> I'm confused. So Spawn is a comic book character, very dark. You'd call him the most anti oh, yeah. of antiheroes. Right. And uh, I would say he's like a demon, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, go ahead, Matt. Oh, it's I, this one. I was just going to say uh, Todd McFarlane is not just involved. He's writing and directing. Yeah, that's what I thought. So oh. it's all going to rest. On, he's the creator of the comic. Um, It's all going to be on his shoulders this time. And, you know, that has had some bad experiences in the past with that type of thing. Especially if you think about like Frank Miller and Robocop 3. Uh, didn't turn out too well, but okay. Anyway, nobody cares. Spawns in Spawn the Marvel is a, universe. Let's see, let's see. Spawn was a Spawn cop, demon, venom-ish. He, was a, he was a soldier, soldier, and he got killed. Was he a soldier? Yeah, huh. I thought and he, he was goes a cop. to hell. No, yes. he, is he uh, in the Marvel universe? He goes he's image. To, um, I don't think he's in Marvel. I think it's a different, totally it's a, different image comics. Yeah, yeah so yeah, he goes to hell and then he comes back as like a soldier for the devil, but he like battles the, his plans. It's kind of like uh, think um, uh, who is it? Uh, skull, the skull uh, from Marvel. Um, the Red Skull? No, nope. he's talking about Ghost Rider. Oh, yeah, Ghost Adam Rider. was right. He was a Marine. Yeah, think of Ghost Rider, but uh, just different. He goes against. He plays an antihero, so he goes. He against serves his- a medium level demon. Yes. Who's like a fat clown. A fat clown. Okay. Yeah. And he's constantly undermining his plans. I don't remember the name. It's been a long time since I was into Spawn. (laughs) Clown or Violator? Violator, that's it, yeah. 
Well, cool. I'm excited for Jamie Kennedy then. Jamie Foxx. Er, sure. <laughs> right? Yeah. I don't Jamie think Jamie Kennedy can play a black guy. <laughs> Jamie Kennedy has been in, uh, he, he was in the freaking Tremors. Tremors movies. I'm sorry. I must have had Tremors on my brain. And they've made a Spawn movie in the past. It was awful. Michael Jai White. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Michael Jai White. And Leguizamo was uh, the violator. Okay. Yeah. Matt, any other news? Uh, two more stories. Uh uh, Jason Momoa of uh, Jason Momoa fame, yes, yep. has dropped out of the Crow reboot, which what? is what what very sad to me. What was he? He wasn't going to be the Crow, was yeah, he? Was. he was. He's, He's been way talking about that for the last year. So this Crow reboot has been going on for like six uh, years. Yeah, yeah, apparently the director also uh, dropped out, and it's because there were rumors that Sony was just going to drop it all together. Which. Wow. Leave it to Sony to be that stupid. Well, Sony has to make really smart moves. Like we talked about a couple weeks ago, they're not in the best financial situation. Oh, they're hurting. You know? What caused that? They make crap movies. Oh, okay. Okay. They're called The Amazing Spider-Man and The Amazing Spider-Man 2. And their whole empire used to be based on CD players. So, (laughs) (laughs) You know, they're winning the console war right now, but how important is that? Right. I think the world is ready for a a crow reboot for sure, but it does have to be done well. If it's if if it's not done well, they're going to be murdered. Let's let's all be perfectly honest. That first one isn't done all that well, and it's not anybody's fault to a certain extent. I mean, the dude Brandon Lee died before Mm -hmm. that was finished, so they they had to fudge a lot of it together. Yeah, All part of this is sacred ground that they're treading on. That, you know? Yeah, that is, you know, well, it's not that sacred. They made 74 sequels. Well, yeah, you know, Edward Furlong was the crow once, I believe. They were all, like, direct to DVD or something. Like yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Well, one yeah, made it to yeah. the theaters. Crow City of Angels, I believe, was the, the oh. second one. The second one. Yeah. Yeah. Yuck. So, uh, to I, be fair. A reboot would be fair. Would be fine. Let's. Let's be fair, though. All of the sections of the movie that do not include the the stand-in Brandon Lee are are really well done. Yes and no. It, it was Brandon a movie Lee. of its time, so it's a low-budget B movie made in the '90s. So you're talking about super low budget and not a whole lot of attention paid to continuity, like you would you would in movies today. I mean, probably not, but I still thought it was really well acted. It was well shot. Yeah, I mean, Brandon Lee's great. I, I, not just Brandon Lee. I mean, everybody in that movie did. Ernie a really, Hudson's good. Really yeah, good I mean, job. It, it's a good um, movie. The bad, the bad guy, and the sister that they're oh, that yeah. he's really Weirdos. way too close to. They were weird. They did a really good job. I mean, it was they were creepy and villainous. Mm-hmm. And. Yeah, I mean it. It's it's a fine movie. I mean it's it's a solid seven out of ten. But there, it has its issues. You know, like he has a gun with never ending bullets, and there, I mean, there's stuff like that that just probably wouldn't happen today. I just, you know, I I just worry with Sony's, you know, reputation for making bad movies that that they're going to sully the. Well, it's not that they make bad movies. It's that they want to make money makers. So they try to appeal to the lowest common denominator. And what people are, you know, don't realize is the moviegoer of nowadays has become more discerning. Right. And lowest common denominator crap can go on TV. Fantastic Four. 
know, Fantastic Four flopped. Sure. You know, it was an absolute yeah, that, unmitigated that disaster. And from what I understand, Josh Trank's original cut is actually quite good, but they're so mad at him they wouldn't put it out. But that's neither here nor there. Hmm. Yep. Okay. Hi, and- there's there's a three more stories. Uh, apparently, Gilmore Del Toro uh, has is going to be launching a Netflix horror anthology series. Yeah. Wow. Ten after midnight. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be neat. Uh, I'm not sure what else we can talk about with that, but it's something to look forward to, obviously. Yeah, you know, since they're they're not going to give him the chance to make a third Hellboy movie, and they've already moved on to making Hellboy with uh, what's his face, Mister Dadbod from Stranger Things. Oh, uh, you know, that guy's yeah. Uh, the next story is that the director of Logan will be directing the Bubba James Fett prequel. No way. James Mangold is going to get a wow. chance at Boba Fett. Is Hugh Jackman going to be Boba Fett? Shut Ooh. up. What? Shut up. What if he is? I don't know. We kind of saw Boba Fett's dad, right? Yeah, they're not going to get that guy. Duh. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Never mind. What if it's Hugh Jackman, guys? Can we recast this, please? Dream, <laughs> dream. It's James Mangold. So, what? What else do we got? Uh, the last and final story is that uh, Sean William Scott is replacing what's the guy's name? Clay Crawford. Clay Crawford as Riggs and. We don't know how it's going to happen, but he's going to be replacing him for Lethal Weapon. Aww. We've talked about the TV series Lethal Weapon a lot. In fact, we talked about it earlier. Um, we really like the show, I think, as a whole on this mm-hmm. on this podcast. And Clayne Crawford was a big reason. Little did we know he was a complete dickhead behind the scenes to everybody. Emotional terrorist. Yeah, I mean, if those stories are true, it's all hearsay. Right. He, right. he confirmed it. He put out an apology on his website or something. Yeah, yeah. but he was, he was like... He was like, I was worried about their safety, honest. And, you know, uh, just kind of was really apolog- apologetic. So He was reprimanded sure. for two incidents, but it sounds like yeah, they, it went beyond that. Yeah, oh, yeah, they have audio. You could tell the guy's off the deep end. And I don't know if that's just the nature of he's an actor inhabiting a character who's mentally unstable, and he had to do it for too long, or if that's I don't know, just who he is. The one he was directing and, yeah. and uh, snapped, so I, I don't know. Huh. Yeah, I mean, it's you never really know, and you never know what the truth is. I yeah, hope that he, you know, if he, if he does need help, I hope he goes and gets it. Um, I do enjoy watching him work. Yeah. And I hope to see him in something in the future when he's in a better place or whatever. And I hope the show can succeed with Sean William Scott. I mean, who doesn't love Sean um, William Scott? I would, yeah, he's, uh, he's awesome. If you say you don't like him, you're a freaking liar. <laughs> I mean, I think we're all going to talk you're about a freaking how much we liar. like him a little bit. Yeah, I mean, there's just some people who don't get enough credit, and maybe he's a complete dickhead to people on set, too. I mean, that's a big reason why people don't look. I'm looking at you, Bruce Willis. Mm-hmm. You know, you get a reputation. Oh, it says he's like a super nice, cool dude, man. He just seems like the nicest dude. Right. You know? So it would be hard-pressed to believe that, you know, he's a dick on set. Sure, everyone has their things. Maybe he just doesn't need to work. You know, maybe American Pie made him enough money. Who knows? But I I'm going to be excited. Had to. Like, like we were talking about earlier, though. I don't know. I, I think that he could go ahead and be written right into the role of Riggs. 
Based on what we saw. Based on what we've seen. Um, having him be another brother would be a stretch. Um, I stopped, or I, I, I didn't stop watching, but I haven't seen an episode since like maybe he's going to be a former season uh, of the first season. season. Yeah, maybe he could be a former teammate who comes into town. Based on what we saw in the finale, Um, Murtaugh is going to be the captain. So I mean, Mm -hmm. and they could they could cast another detective to so it'd be a new team. True. Which is something I don't know how much you guys watch uh, The Walking Dead. But they completely like rebooted um, right. the spinoff show, Fear the Walking Dead. Like, right. it's almost completely rebooted, and it totally rejuvenated it. And they're oh. about to do that with the regular Walking Dead too. Uh, Andrew Lincoln has announced he won't be back. So hmm. after season nine, yeah, the show's been on nine seasons. Uh, I think they're going to be doing the ninth season. Like that's the next season. Isn't Gosh. season nine right now? I don't know. Maybe. I haven't watched the show since like the first episode of season <laughs> six or seven. So, yeah, I mean it 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 hasn't dipped in quality, but there is a staleness involved because of everything's basically staying the same. So, yeah, and you can only kill off so many people before it seems like a rotating smorgasbord of people that right you know you know are going to die anyway. So, well, I'm Frank Stallone, and that's the news. All right, cool. <laughs> Frank. Oh, Frankie. Well, all right, well let's uh, let's bust through role models really quick, guys. Okay. I happen to like this movie. All right. I love this movie. The it year is so funny. Was 2008. America had fallen in love with Judd Apatowian comedies such as The 40 Year Old Virgin, Knocked Up, and Superbad. The market was ready for a new but similar voice. Enter David Wayne, creator of the. The State and a writer on Mad TV and the writer of many <laughs> awesome things such as Wet Hot American Summer. He's a genuinely funny person who is also a talented comedy director and writer and able to create an environment that is conducive to laughter. Role Models turned out to be a fairly successful movie ranking in $67 million at the domestic box office from a budget of merely 28. Critics tend to agree with audiences here as well with a 78% score on Rotten Tomatoes but what did the movie dummies think? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, what did the movie dummies think? What did you think of this movie? I never saw it before, so this is the first time I've seen Ooh, it. Ooh, virgin. Same. To me, I well, overall, I put that it was funny. It was a little bit realistic in nature. Like, this could actually happen to people. I don't know if the whole Jane Lynch character is real. I hope <laughs> not. Jane, Lin- Jane Lynch Ooh. is hilarious. She's an insane I'm not person. here to service you. I'm here to service these young boys. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm the best BSer. There is so many double BSers. entendres here. Yeah, oh, like, my gosh. let's gingerly touch dog. tips. Let's ju- yeah. The bagel dog. Oh, yeah. Watch this. What does that remind you of? <laughs> it's just, yeah, like, it was it- cheesy. <laughs> I actually put it in the same category as some of my Hallmark movies. <laughs> you may leave now. <laughs> Bye. Fuck you, Miss Daisy. <laughs> Come on, you need to pick me up. Oh, man. So what do you guys think of the whole Minotaur sequence at the beginning with there's, they're hawking an energy drink to try to keep kids off drugs? <laughs> and one could probably make the argument that they're just as bad, if not worse, than drugs. Well, yeah. I... I haven't done a lot of drugs in my life, but oh, I've also never 
done a drug and peed green. So <laughs> right, Sally had like that can't be good green. for you, right? I have, I have taken a medication of sorts and I peed like Mountain Dew green. So. Yikes. I liked how, like, as the the presentations went on during the day, Paul Rudd got more and more like insane, right? Like, Woo! I got energy Like, the I kind of understand his character too. Like, that would be pretty soul crushing. Especially they go to like the elementary schools and they're like, "Yeah, don't yeah. do drugs, but we have some energy drinks drinks for like young children." That's oh yeah, boy. it. Not he's good. just not happy with his life, right? No, what? no. In, in the coffee shop, that the whole thing made me laugh because I think I've had that discussion with Shannon before. Which a tall one? is also oh, large. A grande means right. large, and a vente means twenty. <laughs> right. What I didn't understand is how he's so stupid. He never put it together. That's twenty ounces. I don't think right. that it was stupid. I think he was like, he was just he was just, he's just a dick. Angry. He's just He's an angry dick. I don't think that either. I Whoa, think he was having Foxy friends. I think he was severely confused with his life at that moment because he spent 10 years building a life or a career and he realizes it's not going anywhere. So well, and that's why he's what, an angry dick. Yeah. What the Apatow movies and what this movie and these David Wayne movies and all these kind of comedies of the same ilk have in common is it's like a coming of middle age movie. Mm-hmm. So like yeah. in our extended adolescence a lot of these men in their 20s into their 30s, they just kind of forget to grow up. And it's just right. coming to terms with, oh, maybe life isn't going to be those dreams that everyone told me they were going to be. Mm-hmm. Maybe life is just actually just grinding out every day. Which and, is true. Yeah. And it's, it's just yeah. an acceptance of, you know, real life. And that's what I liked about the movie, that it was real. Like, Oh, it's very well done. Yeah. And it didn't overplay, you know, a single mom. It didn't overplay a nerdy kid who likes to LARP. It, it, if any kid had those parents that Christopher Mintz Plass had, I had <laughs> they couldn't turn out normal. Right? Those oh, those people were awful. Ken uh, Marino plays Ken, like the the weirdest cocksucker in the world. Of my personal space. Right? Yeah, he's always crowding <laughs> Paul Rudd. It's so weird. Too he's close. a close talker. <laughs> Right, like so, while well, you're wow. in my personal space, you want to sign this? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, the thing with the parents was is like you could tell they had no, absolutely no uh, desire to care about the kid. Right. They. They. He was they an inconvenience. Were, right. Yeah. They wanted him to be the kid that they thought he should be, and could not stop for a second to just appreciate him for the kid he was because he was different than them. Right. Because he wasn't into sports or, you know, whatever. And they come around. They kind of realize that, oh, LARPing is not that lame, but it, it is. <laughs> it's not as gay as I thought it was going to be. Exactly. Some of my favorite That's lines. kind of like movie. a silver medal. I'm going to run a train on these chicken fingers. I'm just going to be like. And then one of my favorite lines is right after that because he's like yeah I hung out with glee globs and floppy do floobs or <laughs> I just spent the day in middle earth yeah he, right just the line he says and Paul Rudd is great in this movie the lines and his humor which is dry it's not like over yeah he's, um, the, he's more of the straight man but I mean he's also funny sexual you know it's nothing he's very quippy yeah very, and I love that. Sean William Scott is basically playing thirty-year-old Stifler. Yes. Right, right, yes. Seemed to have been his role that he just couldn't I get like out of. Boobies. 
And I think that might be part of the reason why he doesn't work that much anymore. He's pigeonholed, but I, you know, I, I do like Sean William Scott. He's super funny in this movie. Absolutely. Another great scene, which I really hope you all agree with me, is they're sitting around a campfire, uh-huh. and Paul Rudd's like, "I have a horror store for oh, you," right? <laughs> <laughs> and like I'm thinking, this is going to be good. Like, he's going to tell some ghost story. Yeah, your life's going to suck. And I was waiting for Angela to tell us this whole ghost story. But it was <laughs> a, a horror story on sex trafficking. Wow. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a lot of, like, funny, funny, funny people fantastic. in this movie. I mean, Keegan-Michael Key's in here, 80 Miles. Joel Atrulio is really funny in this movie as just he's super into LARPing, man. Oh yeah, right. Ken Jeong's pretty funny. Matt Walsh is is funny. I I like Matt Walsh's character. He's like the uh, the main henchman for Ken Jeong. And he's uh, like, Ken, Ken Jeong, the guy who's like, Let me get me your email. That guy. Yeah, yeah. When he's like, yeah, yeah. It's pretty fun though, right? <laughs> it's pretty contagious. <laughs> at the end. You just get yeah. into it. It's it's you like it's like addicting. Year. Give you, me your email. You guys notice when Ken Jeong like first comes out of the castle, he like rubs that guy's. Yeah, he's he's super into being king. When he's in the restaurant, someone's feeding him his Denver omelet. And they like pat him with a napkin. Yeah, it's weird. It's like, uh, what the heck? It's really funny. weird. I don't know if they could have gotten anybody better to do that, though. That's so up his alley. Yeah, and to, 80 to Miles like that. is so weird in this movie. He's the guy who's like uh, into Jane Lynch and oh right, yeah. Martin. Yeah, and he's super weird in the movie. He's taking a dump in front of everybody uh, in his bucket. He's... His name is Martin Gay. No, Martin Gary. Gary. Yeah. yeah oh Martin my gosh. Gary. When when little Ronnie makes the plate, oh and it says Martin God. is gay for robots and his dick is blasting <laughs> through a robot. <laughs> oh, that made me laugh so hard. <laughs> little Ronnie's quite the artist, though, man. Yeah, he is. Yeah. <laughs> I love when uh, Augie tells Paul Rudd to call Beth and oh. what. When oh. he's on the phone, he's just like, tell her you miss her whispering eye. That's the drop <laughs> I forgot to pull for you. <laughs> and uh, then he says it. And he just needs vagina. Out, he needs vagina. <laughs> his face was hilarious because he's like touching his face. <laughs> right? Oh my gosh, he said it. <laughs> he just said uh, it. Uh, <laughs> Oh, so funny. Shannon's not impressed. <laughs> no, this kind of reminds me of that movie I don't like that much with that weird guy that dances and the moon boots. Napoleon Dynamite? Yes, yes, that, that movie I don't like. Oh, man. There was another really funny line where it's Keegan's only speaking line in the movie where he's like, we're all going to go make some s'mores with some white chocolate. And 80 Miles goes, I'm not sure I agree with that. <laughs> okay, but do, do whatever you want. Do what you do. Oh, man. I really thought the whole camping thing was going to be worse than what happened. It gave us a really funny line. It did. (sighs) Nature. Did you know that fold eagles are known to engage in a bizarre mating ritual? Where two eagles fly upwards, lock talons, and fall towards the earth while rotating, separating moments before they crash into the ground. If and only if they consummate their bird fuck. (laughs) If they don't... They are willing to accept death by hard ground. Self <laughs> race off the clock. Hard Why ground. Are you me this? Why would I not? <laughs> it's so anachronistic to everything else going on because it's just like a weird 
thing they just threw in there. It's kind of like, I want this in the movie. Okay. And I think they were like, this is too funny to keep out. Right. The best part is, why would I not? Why that would I not? <laughs> and literally, I, not? I don't know, two okay. minutes of screen time later, he's buck naked after taking Ambien. <laughs> Yeah, right. na- naked, laying <laughs> Which I'm face sure down. we've all heard the Ambien news this week as Roseanne uh, was on Ambien and did some racist tweets and got her show canceled. <laughs> that's her That's her story? Uh, yeah. Okay. Now let's not quote-unquote story it. If you've never taken Ambien and done something weird, I've, I mean... I've never taken Ambien, but I've heard. I was just, I'm just curious. There's a thing called the Ambien Walrus. I mean, I've taken Ambien. I didn't do anything crazy that I know. It doesn't know happen. Of. I've taken it worse stuff. Happen to everybody, but it happens. It it can happen. Yes, where, it's like, a, you a do small percentage stuff. of people. Like people have gotten up in the middle of the night and just went to work, right? On Ambien, then drove back home because they realized they didn't have work and don't remember any of it. Right. Wow. It, it's it, there's a lot of stuff that crazy stuff that happens on Ambien. Yeah, I, I mean, just I, Google, I had not heard that that was. Yeah. Just that Google the Ambien Walrus and enjoy all the stories. The Ambien yep. Walrus. Okay. Enjoy. So, yeah. <laughs> He's buck naked. He hugs 80 miles. Passes out in the middle of everybody. <laughs> and little Ronnie goes to his tent and that chick's boobies are out. And he's like... And he's like, oh, this is the best day of my life. He's like, oh my gosh. I like boobies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Little Ronnie's funny, man. He's all about... Oh, man, he's hilarious. He's I like Ronnie's version better. I like how it evokes the concept of ass and butt. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the I best really... part is when he kicks the tent pole. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I rewound that and watched it again. <laughs> <laughs> there, all done. Boof. So, like any man children, these guys ruin their relationships with these kids at the same time. Yep. Currently. And then with each yep. other. Yep. Yep. <laughs> the fight in the elevator. <laughs> oh Language. my gosh! Great. Now you got no friends. <laughs> no, it's like you're being an s h i t t friend. He can spell. But you can't. And we get a sad montage of their lives without the kids, and then they're all their lives without each other. It's so sad. And then, yeah. Then a cute ending where. Paul Rudd. Well, first they Paul Rudd create their own country. Well, Paul Rudd has to go and uh, beg, <laughs> hail to the king, baby. He's <laughs> this is where the dude's <laughs> feeding the king is Den Bromlin. It's weird, right? <laughs> but he has to go, you know, bend the knee, and he gets uh, he kisses Augie. a hand. He gets yeah, he has to kiss. And Ken Jeong's like poking his finger in his mouth. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so they. Uh, they get the chance to go back to LARPing because he had got him kicked out earlier. And It's not called LARPing in this movie, though. It's, it's called Lair. 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 Well, it is oh. It is LARPing, but the thing yeah, 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 is Lair. Yeah, yeah. Live. But they get kicked out of their... Interactive. Interactive role-playing experience. Yeah. Yes. Nice. So they get... They have to create a new country, and they decide that they're going to get Wheeler's help, Sean William Scott and Ronnie, and they're going to go as, like, a kiss country. No, they're... Kiss my aunt's... Aunt- Anthea. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which is great. They look awesome. I yep. love They do it. look awesome. They get their love guns out. and Yep. <laughs> I was kind of sad to see immediately that Ronnie 
dies though. Ronnie dies immediately, but he didn't have any idea what was going on no. either. He was True. Just like, what is happening? But I had a feeling he'd be some crazy good kid at this LARP thing or Larry like or whatever. Like he'd be kung fu in it. Yeah, the one you... nation stabbed him in the back by like grabbing him. So. Yeah. Right. What just happened? <laughs> you have to die an honorable death. <laughs> <laughs> He's pretty good. It was pretty good, yeah. So, but then, I like it when Christopher Vince Flash saves, saves the girl. He jumps up and whacks the dude. And the guy lays down and goes, good one, dude. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> or when the Minotaur kills Paul Rudd. Or no, kills uh, Sean William Scott. Yep. No, that was the first LARPing or Larry, oh, whatever it? we're calling. The Minotaur was the first one? Yes, when he oh, and it, not it even dressed. Centaur. Yeah. It was yeah, the yeah. centaur. The, the yeah. centaur, yeah. It stabbed him. Yeah. He's, he's like, you're like, dead. He's like, yeah, all right, cool. He's gotcha. like, man, your costume looks amazing. He's like, thanks, bro. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's in regular clothes when he was doing Yeah, he was that. in a polo yeah. shirt. So off on a tangent, yes. Yeah, anyways. The, the LARPing session rounds out character arcs, the parents and... Uh, we haven't even mentioned Elizabeth Banks as Elizabeth Banks, yeah, mm-hmm. as Paul Rudd's girlfriend. Ex, she didn't really have a lot in the film though either. Correct. You saw her when he proposes. You saw her when they broke up, and then you saw her at the end because she's the lawyer. She kind of does well, she, dual roles. Mm-hmm. I, I saw the uncut version, and they she was like lawyers for them for like a couple times in between somewhere. Correct. So, yeah. yeah. That's how it and then stupid. there's uh, yeah. oh, and Jane Lynch shows up too because when they messed up with the kids and everything, they also messed up their community service. And yeah, we never even jail. talked about the fact that they had to go be with these kids for community service. They yeah, they mounted a horse with their Minotaur truck <laughs> after <laughs> well, throwing a canary. Yeah, he's getting towed, and he decides to try to I don't drive know, away with the tow truck monster truck race this truck yeah. or the tow truck and ends up he mounts mounting the horse. a horse yeah. <laughs> so they get very you know instead of jail time they get community hours. service yeah yep. they have to be part of this what's this what's the place called it's like angel wings sturdy wings sturdy wings, sturdy wings. Sturdy wings. Yeah. yeah and it's not sturdy especially when you find out <sighs> the why jane lynch has such a good relationship with the uh judge, the judge? It's to suck his dick for coke I really thought it was just a story she made up based on the horrible commercial she gave. Mm, sounds like she was... It's like she's the president of the United States. You know what I used to eat for breakfast? Cocaine. Coke. Coke. You know what I used to eat for lunch? Coke. Cocaine. Yeah. So anyways, the... the... Dinner was a Coke. <laughs> mm. It was a sensible three-course meal, but anyways. Yeah, then it's fine. The LARPing battle brings everybody together. They, uh... Paul Rudd sings in front of people, which is something he was unwilling to do at the beginning well, of the movie. The LARPing battle yeah. ends not with um, Augie winning, but oh, with he Augie's thought, he girl. He thought he won, but yeah. Everybody thought he won, but the girl that he likes was, was hiding, hiding in the, in the bushes. bushes the whole time. <laughs> so she kills him, becomes the queen, and then asks him to be her king. Aww. And then he creepily goes, Super can I kiss sweet. you? Which I'm Should really glad. Should I kiss you now? Like the kiss we saw at the beginning with the weird tongue thing he was doing. <laughs> So, oh, when he right. was making out with her on the roof? <laughs> Some imaginary person he was making out with. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure he mentioned her by name. Mm-hmm. He did. Oh, he did. Oh, he did. So, yeah. And then, that, that's uh, pretty much the end of the movie. Yep. And uh, Jane Lynch gets uh, 
bagel dog to look gets like a bagel a, dog to, <laughs> yeah she's all into ken marino's business but just the scene before that 80 miles had finally confessed to her that he wanted to get into that sweet pj but, she uh, did not respond though no. like at no. all she was more about so, ken marino and his weird outfit right that dude is so good Gross. at playing a douchebag yeah he <laughs> does it very very well he is uh gosh what was that guy's name who's the douchebag and everything from Happy Gilmore. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Chris McDonald. Chris McDonald. Yeah, yeah. he's he is the Chris McDonald of the two thousands. <laughs> yeah, I, I would say so. Oh man. Hmm. So there we go, guys. That is role models. Uh, what would you guys? What do you guys think overall of this movie, Adam? I liked it. Oh. <laughs> nope, Matt, you can't talk. Adam's not there anymore. I'm still here. I'm waiting for everybody. Fuck you, Miss Daisy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll go first. Yeah. Uh, so I kind of originally wanted to do this one last mm-hmm. week. So I love this movie. I think it's great. I mm-hmm. think if I was a role model, this is exactly how it would go. Were you shocked at all by the <laughs> Rotten Tomato score? <laughs> What's that? Were you shocked at all by the Rotten Tomato score? Uh, what was it again? 78%. I'm kind of shocked a little bit that it's that high because most people look at something like this and they're not all that keen for it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I this think this is, is definitely the, one of the rare ones that's like super well made, though. Right, I think, um, but but it falls in that whole realm of like American Pie, right? Yeah, it's quirky, it's fun, but at the end of the day, nobody's gonna like want to be like, "Oh, this is amazing, piece of work." So, anyways, but I like it. I think it's great. I think the humor in it's pretty funny. Uh, some of it is. Um, there's only a couple parts that I don't want to say make me uncomfortable, but like, I could have done without. The and nudity. So, um, not so much the nudity, but probably the Ronnie's part, some of his stuff. And being so young, and being so young, you know what I mean? Have him right. doing those kind of scenes. But uh, other than that, I think uh, I think this movie, I don't want to say it's flawless, but I think it's a great movie. I give it a 7.5 out of 10. Mm. Okay. Wow. Yeah. What about you? It, it's, it's hilarious. I could read through the script on this and just have a good time in my mind it laughing probably has. all day long. <laughs> it's good fun. <laughs> Consummate their bird screw. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why are you telling this? Why would I not? Why would I not? <laughs> and then uh, walks gonna away. Like, I'm going to walk randomly up to people this week and tell them weird facts and be like, why are you telling me this? I'm going to be like, why would I not? And just walk not? away. <laughs> just walk away. Uh, what do you think, Matt? Oh, I loved it. I had not seen this movie before, so uh, Ooh, it, was, nice. it was delightful. Um, I think, actually, the Rotten Tomato score is a little low. Um, okay. I don't... Like, I understand there's people out there that are going to be like, oh, my God, I was so raunchy. I just... It's, it's bad. It's but really bad. But it's not bad. as raunchy. It's not, like, raunchy for raunchy's sake, like a lot yeah. of those movies are. Right. Yeah. They, I mean, there's some nudity, but it's not, like, full-blown... He's got a, you know... The only and wiener they show is in a bagel, so... <laughs> yeah. The language yeah, of the movie was... isn't over... It's not, like, too gross. Yeah. I mean, there's it's a lot. There's a lot of vulgarity, but it's not like... There isn't a whole lot of, uh, yeah, too gross stuff. Just uncomfortable moments. Yeah. Yeah, I understand that some of them would make people uncomfortable, yeah. <laughs> So I like I get like people wouldn't give this a ten for sure, but like I don't see why anybody would be like, oh my god, this is definitely like a two. Right. But that, you're that's about just to hear me. somebody. But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I give it an eight out of okay, ten. Okay, cool. Wow. wow, nice. Nice. Shannon, let's hear your two. <laughs> I didn't give it a two. Let's hear it. Okay, so I thought this movie was funny. It was real. It was cheesy, which seems that all these movies during this, what, 2008 yeah. period were. I love uh, Paul Rudd. Um, He's always good. Yes. I love his quippiness, like Angela was saying, and I gave it a 6.5. Nice. Oh, that's okay. higher than I thought you were going to give it. Yeah. What about you, Angela? Oh, my goodness. I I love this movie. I've, I've always loved this movie. I, this is probably my thousandth watching of it it's it's very near and dear to my heart i love paul rudd i love sean william scott all the all the uh supporting characters cast Mm -hmm. was phenomenal i i thought it was really well written well acted put together in a very funny funny way i i give it a nine for sure it's it's one of my favorites wow yeah and joe I think all in all, this movie's like underrated. It, it came and went in a period where there was raunchy comedy for raunchy comedy's sake. I mean, post forty year old virgin, uh, they're like, oh, let's all let's all ape that and do that. But I think David Wayne does it in a way that is a little more genuine. Yeah, and he doesn't do a lot of movies, um, but the ones he does are very good. Like if you've never ever seen Wanderlust, that one's very good. And uh, they came together is is like. Very, very good. You'd have to see. Well, it's an interesting end of this podcast. Uh, as you might be able to tell, there's no one else here now. We had a bunch of power outages, and we lost the rest of the crew, but they all say goodbye, and I'm just going to finish up with my rating here. Uh, I'm going to give the movie an 8 out of 10. I think it was very good, and uh, yeah, I think you should all go out there and watch it. So next week on the Movie Dummies podcast, we're going to listen, listen to, we're going to watch the movie The Last Starfighter. Um, it is a movie that has basically been remade a bunch of different times and uh, has a very interesting concept, but has it held up over time? We will find out next week. So for Shannon, Adam, Matt, and Angela, I am Joe, and uh, yeah, we will see you guys next week. Oh, also, remember to check us out on MovieDummies.com, and if you're feeling uh, frisky, rate us on iTunes. It helps people find the podcast, and the more listeners we get, the longer we're going to keep doing this Uh even though, you know, we're just doing it to have fun. But yeah, so we'll see you guys next week. Uh, thanks for listening. And I'll pull a, a good Yay Michael Bay out of the woodshed for you this week. And we'll, we'll see you later. Yay Michael Bay. Good old Optimus. Thanks for listening, Meatbags. Remember to check us out on MovieDummies.com and I'll catch you on the flippity flop. <laughs>